listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Pete, gonna make you say, oh, I'm gonna make you say, oh, I'm not Eric B., but guaranteed to move through this motherfucking crowd. I stay on like light switches, money, cause I like riches. Hitting nothing but tight bitches. Call me, I might hit ya. Nigga make em say, nah, nah, nah. Don't trip. After I bust your shit, then after that, say, nah, 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 nah. I hang with niggas. Do my thing with niggas. They wanna know if I gangbang, cause I hang with a whole gang of niggas. Yes! Thanks. Welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. And it's not often that we start off uh, the show with Poet Laureate, um, Nikki Giovanni. Um, like, oh, wait, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that Silk the Shocker? I meant uh, Silk. Uh, it's not very often we start. <laughs> Well, I get them confused so often. Um, start with uh, a poet like that. Um, but um, in case you guys um, aren't familiar with the voice you just heard, um, he has been um, podcasting for four years now, I believe. Um, it's from man XD yeah. from J- the Jaden XD podcast. Um, what's going on, man? Hey, up in this cut like gay niggas and butt. How y'all doing? <laughs> Shout out to Maggie Lou. Hey, uh, we're doing yeah, great. Sure. I'm doing sure great. he's um, doing well at your local Circle K. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all. I saw him the other day. Um, I was uh, checking out uh, at Target, and he was like, "What's up, man?" I was like, hey, "Can you hurry up and ring up my uh, order because I don't have time for all this right now." So, <laughs> yeah, he looks like the type to like hold you. I'm not going to hold you, but still continues to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I made that joke about uh, dress from Black Sheep. Uh, when Twitter first had started and Dreads from Black Sheep found me. So I was like, I gotta stop making these, uh. <laughs> why else, why else would they look like they have anything else to do? Come on, man. It's a few of them out there. Cujo from, um, Goody Mob. He got time. Like a few of them have made the time to make sure to troll Twitter for these mentions. So I get a little scared. Um, XD, man, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man? Like how you got your start and then, um what led to uh the jade and xd podcast um sure um i started um video blogging 10 years ago um to get back at somebody who dumped me in a text message because i was like well i'm funnier than they are so i i decided and it kind of like took off from there um i had a radio show called xd experience radio and that did really well, but I stopped because of real life, you know, happening. And, um, can, can y'all do it? Like, I have to say, like, you guys do this really well. And for y'all to be committed to this, like, week, daily, ah, oh, evil, oh, I cannot. 
Um, but my hats, uh, my wig is off to you both. Uh, th- thank but, you very um, much. But you are a, a pioneer, yeah. though, because yes. I mean, like you were video blogging when video blogging wasn't really that big of a thing. I mean, you just said, I like how you just threw ten years out there, like it's nothing. Like we've only been doing this show for eight, yeah. so it's like ten years ago you picked up, uh, you know, a video camera or. I, did we even record with phones back then? Like, like you must have had like a whole setup. HD recorder. <laughs> I had uh I had a um the flip cam. Mm-hmm. That's how old this thing is. <laughs> yeah, back then I had the flip cam. And then um fast forward, I I had a podcast called Two Guys and a Girl and yeah. then um somebody left and then it just was just jade and i and we decided to keep the ball rolling because one monkey don't stop no show and so here we are Come on now just that's the dope. two of us that's dope and how, did, how did you and jade meet like uh what was what's the origin story there uh jade and i this is so funny uh <laughs> jade and i met randomly at a restaurant here called Vapiano's. we had a mutual friend at the time and um who didn't live in New York. And so the person came to visit and Jade saw all these group of black people. She said, Hey, y'all here to see so and so? And we're like, Yeah, she said, Alright, cool, I'm gonna be with y'all. And like she didn't say anything to me like throughout the duration until like towards the end and she goes, Hey, you go to Desire? Now Desire is like this gay bar. <laughs> That used to be it. I was like, bitch, like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> so, um, I was like, yeah, sometimes. And she was like, yeah, 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 I go there all the time with my cousin. You should come with us. I said, okay. And then after that, like, we just became friends. And I was like 10 years old. That's dope. Some, yeah. some of my best friends just wedged their way into my life, and I look back and I'm like, that was rude, but I'm glad you did it, you know? Yeah. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like for me and him, I was the aggressor in our relationship. Yeah. So, you know, Roger's outside playing ball, and I was like, you want to go to the play with me? I want you to be my boyfriend. And Yeah, and I said no like a dumbass. Yes. Like, I was so stupid at, I think I was 16 or 15. I was so dumb. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to play ball with my friends and like play ball. And then like three minutes after she turned around, I was like, all my friends were like, that is the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It was. Do. It I'm was glad so- you're a self-aware, right? Listen, very dumb. shout out to real friends. Cause <laughs> if it wasn't for mocking and clowning, uh, I don't know that we'd be together. Cause they, <laughs> they clown my ass. Off oh, my I say it worked out. It worked <laughs> out. You know, all Right. So, I mean, that's great. Shout out to uh, my man, Lindsay. Jay-Z said, nobody <laughs> wants the perfect love story anyway. Come on. Everything is love. Hashtag. Come Shout on. Out. Shout out. Um, so, also, y'all been doing a show for four years, you know, and I've been listening. Um, and I I know you guys are, like, blown up somewhat. You're starting to get connections. I hear y'all talk. Y'all having these guests on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry that you're going to run into somebody that you're being shady towards? uh in the podcast world because i feel like new york is so small as big as as big as it is right oh the only people we ever really shade are celebrities Mm -hmm. and the only time that like if brandy were to ever come up to me i'd be like (laughs) you know i deserve it yeah i've had to get it girl i've had to make my peace i've had to make my peace a few times i'm like 
yeah man if we see that nigga i mean it might be on but i mean yeah <laughs> like i can't be mad like i know i pissed you off <laughs> yeah it's and, and with access to celebrities and stuff via like social media i feel like it's the great equalizer because we it doesn't even matter how famous people are like mm-hmm. it gets to all of us kind of on the same level like i was listening to drake today Absolutely. and drake had a verse talking about how he'd be looking in the comments section and while you know drake is aggressively passive aggressive and everything that was some real shit i was like ah so he do it too <laughs> like, uh. yes people are human people are always right. gonna say like oh i don't check that i mean well i don't check lipstick alley because that's the den of ignorance <laughs> but people are always going to be like going to check their comments at some point or whatever it's human yeah. like well, what are these niggas saying about me right you know drake was talking about he be look clicking on their accounts and sometimes he realize they just little kids and shit and he mad over nothing and i'm like that's the i'm glad he said it because everyone acts like they're above it but they gotta be i mean look Nicki minaj slid into some dms last week chance the rapper did it she did you know chance was in them dms like it's some real shit but that man. also leads me to believe that they are very bored yeah yeah which is scary because if you if you are busy and minding your business because there's one thing to be like you know just check casually and then there's another one to respond Mm -hmm. now nikki and chance they i i don't really know what's wrong with chance (laughs) i don't i I have a theory on chance i think chance might be one of them dudes that's super religious because he is he do got the devil in him and all that all that you know all that extra go hard for jesus and stuff like it might be saving he might be doing it for us like i'm saving y'all from the devil inside and he just slipped for a second and told that dude get off his dick and then it got too real <laughs> yeah the old him jumped out when he used to be addicted to acid it right. just the addict jumped out like, it was like whoa whoa i got, I got the rain is back in <laughs> like damn. yeah it did like because he reacted he reacted like 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> my, my office hours are from like nine to five. he was like my office hours are from nine to five and it was like what who's this guy <laughs> where did he come from and that's normally how i look at like at chance the rapper anyway i'm like who is this mm, he's it's weird because it, like he seems so uh positive but positive to a point where it feels like he's working at it like it's not it's almost unnatural to be that positive i mean i, I hope it's real but yeah. jesus hi uh positivity is so stupid like listen <laughs> everything that's good in this world is rooted in negativity (laughs) think about anything that you love it is not rooted in anything like positive (laughs) everything is rooted in negativity drugs (laughs) cursing music movies rap that's a good point cheesecake the other part too that's kind of scary is if celebrities are reading the, the the dms and the message boards and all that shit it feels like um this whole plan to get rich and famous is not gonna um stop me from obsessing over people talking shit so 
i gotta figure figure some other shit out maybe i'm maybe i just need to stay where we are right now and be super busy and not have time for it rather than uh to be rich and famous sitting in a mansion reading motherfucking uh <laughs> reading the comments section yeah <laughs> that's like that's like Nicki minaj right like now Nicki minaj ooh, ooh. <laughs> Nicki minaj has a lot more issues than just being bored in our mm. home true um but we don't have like five hours to discuss <laughs> but I just feel like it, it's true. Like, I guess money doesn't buy happiness. I guess. Yeah, so but far. I just feel like. It seems like so far. You can. Um, Beyonce is the only one that figured it out so far. And she'd be on here too. She, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that she looks on Twitter. She loves, she, I know my good auntie loves a good meme. Mm hmm. Like she, she references things. Like mm-hmm. she, she, she is aware. Right. So is her husband. He told us that we killed extensions or whatever his <laughs> name was, and we left George Zimmerman out to you know be a part of society. Like it was our fault. Yeah, he definitely. Um, it was funny because Jay had a Twitter account. Y'all remember when he was like on Twitter a lot? Yes. Hashtag my laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like jay had a twitter account but it was like you know your granddaddy having a twitter account where it's like he tried to be the cool old man but twitter is so like you know like it just feels like he should be above twitter and the rest of us should be peasants and so ah. i feel like beyonce came and snatched him and was like get off of the twitter you can read no responding okay we're not responding yeah. we or get a burner account like they all do mm-hmm. yes yes um so it was kind of interesting to see but you're right like in the music is where beyonce lets us know like oh i know about that meme oh i heard what y'all said oh yeah i read that comment. yes our true capitalist queen she don't <laughs> talk to us unless we buy something come on go you want to know what capitalist i know capitalist queen you're gonna pay for it yes goals okay yes oh now you also gave a ted talk what was that like and what was your ted talk about uh, my TED talk is about being petty. <laughs> <laughs> from petty to purpose, I believe it was called. Yeah, it was called from petty to purpose, and it was about how I started this blogging thing. It was rooted in me being petty, and how I learned that me being super petty was um, hindering me from my truest potential and my purpose, which is helping people. Mm. Um, it was it was really cool, like. And it was so random, like, up until, like, the day of. Like, I remember saying on Twitter randomly one day, like, I'm going to give a TED Talk. And about, like, six months later, I got an email from the TED people. And they were like, hey, girl, you want to be down? I was like, hell, motherfucking yeah. (laughs) And so fast forward, uh, I didn't know who was going to be on at the conference. And then I... I remember the next, the day I got there, the next day we had a breakfast and I was like, I'm not going to know anybody here. And so I sat down to the black girl who just because she was black, turns out it was Jamel Hill. Oh, and I, my girl. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, whoo, okay, great. And then I was like, oh shit, it's Jamel. <laughs> and then we became like BFFs. And then, um, 
the day of rehearsal, I, cause I didn't have my TED talk fully written mm. until like the day of. And so, um, I found out that Francesca Ramsey, um, um, was holding, hosting an event at the same school at UPenn, um, or Penn State, excuse me. And her hotel room happened to be next door to mine. And we knew it, we've known each other forever anyway. Mm. And so she helped me, um, like finish it because I was so nervous. I was like, girl, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> um, and so she came in and she practiced with me and then, um, she helped me the next day, the day of, and then, yeah, I gave it. That's dope. About man. being petty. Yeah. I like, I think, I feel like, um, one, I hate giving written speeches and stuff. But uh every time I've ever done a written speech, even when I had speech class, it was such a gimmick. I would memorize most of it, like pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. And then always like halfway through, I would throw down the note cards like, I'm going off the dome. And that was always like a yeah. big it's <laughs> like a big moment for everybody in the crowd, like, ooh, it's gonna get real now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm still I still memorize this. Because <laughs> the the thing about Ted is that you have to memorize. You don't get cards or anything like that's the rules like you mm. cannot read off of anything oh my god um i know for like the big tech talk conferences they like cheat and give you teleprompter whatever they skate whatever right i had <laughs> i this is my true freestyle rapper moment and I <laughs> took it. So, that's dope so. man um and then when you uh had the radio show uh the xd experience like what was that like compared to jade and xd uh, it was like love and relationship focused. Um, because I realized that a lot of, um, that, and I had different hosts, obviously. Um, but, but it was love and relationship focused. And then it was like live like this in real time. Mm-hmm. And people could come on and comment and stuff. And they could call it. And with Jaden XD, it's, it's a show about nothing. <laughs> So every week it's like, I don't know what you're going to get. It's just, oh, my bad. But I don't know what you're going to get. And people ask, what's going to be on this week, girl? I don't know because <laughs> we don't know until the day of. And it's literally a show about nothing. It is every Friday an hour and 20 minutes about pure niggatry. And- <laughs> I feel like it becomes a universal show about everything because it's about nothing. Right. You know, kind of sound, sign, Seinfeldian, as you would call it. Like, y'all just kind of talk about, uh, the random topics of the day or whatever, or what y'all got up to that mm-hmm. week or <clears throat> whatnot. But I would be, <clears throat> I'd be remiss if I did not ask, um, can you explain to the audience exactly what nigga piece there it is? Yes! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's literally my favorite thing on the show. Okay, so Nigga Peace Theater is um, a sub-podcast that we have on our actual podcast. Um, every week um, for extended period, for a, a certain period of time, we write a story and eventually turns into a book. And how it starts is that neither myself or my co-host Jade know exactly what we're going to write. So I'll start it off. I'll write two chapters about whatever comes to my head, and I'll, it's a short story. And then she listens to it. She reacts to it. And then she writes another two chapters. And I don't know what she's writing. 
until we record and I listen to it and then I record and then I write another two chapters after that. After a while, we stop and then we write to, we write the last two chapters of a book and we sell it. Um, the first one we did was, um, called, uh, Thank You, the Sick and Twisted Love Story of Bianca and Trevor Davis. And it was about this man and woman, um, husband and wife, uh, and their twists and turns. Um, he is a gay professor and she is a trans woman dominatrix. And it got wild. Now, do you, when you're writing your chapters, are you ever thinking like, like almost like I'm gonna write something and be like, "Bam!" Now, what you gonna do with this? Like, how you gonna fix this? Bam. <laughs> um, I think in this, we're in our new season now of, of Nigga Peace Theater. I think my the very first chapter, the very first, yeah, the very first chapter, I was like. Aha, uh-huh, how she go top this? And then she threw me for a loop because the very first chapter of this book, you could go listen to it now, the, the, is, it, it begins with a suicide. Mm. And, and so everyone was just like, are you for real? I was like, yeah, nigga, top that. <laughs> and then Jay throws me for a loop and says, um, the girl who committed suicide was pregnant. I was like, ah! Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's some old how to get away with murder to, uh, twist and turn. Come on. Yeah. Nigga Peace Theater started as an answer to like, like, oh, I'm fucking my side piece again, part two, that you see on like the internet. <laughs> yes. Like, nigglature is what we call it. <laughs> like, a whole genre. Oh, I got to find oh, these. Oh. Uh, what yes. is it? Amazon, like, Amazon sell, got it. They do. And they're expensive on Amazon, like, like, niggas, come on, like, you, there's no more variation of, like, 300 words in this book. Like, there's, some relax. Of, some of them you can get the downloaded versions for free. Somebody sent us one, and it's actually a real book called, uh, This Bitch Got Roaches. Uh, well. I know, and I want to read it so bad. Me too! Yes. Um, I'm actually looking at my, this is my Kindle, okay, guys? These are uh, these are some books I have. Uh, Crack Hole Dreams by Quan Mills, who's also did make this bitch got roaches in her apartment. Um, Come on, um, I haven't started reading that one yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, because I enjoy these because they encourage the hood to read. Come because, on, you know more often than not, niggas don't read. You need to meet the people where they are. Okay, like if Talk I watch it. some people watch Love and Hip Hop, and they also are literate meet me there okay see you at the library um i ain't like them other niggas uh this is by latoya charmaine uh i have that uh addicted to a dirty south thug by shan uh one name that one is uh, like that that one's presented by david weaver which uh, i'm not sure what that means i guess david weaver must buy these that's exclusive yeah (laughs) Uh, of course uh i do have both of uh the starting books in the series main bitch dream side bitch status uh by laronda uh by laronda laray of course um well known in the circles um (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah uh stick 
uh stuck on stupid by april cox of course another um Ooh, girl i know she wrote that as like therapy yes this is i think that one starts with her getting kicked uh no she's moving out of the house and her uh fighting with her husband and then her side man shows up so that's a good one um uh, when a bitch fed Ooh. up uh Kavina hopkins wrote when a bitch fed up that's a Ooh, I need that when a bitch is fed up. I don't, I don't think y'all can I see it, seen. but the show, oh, I don't think y'all can see it, but the art is like her holding up a hand, walking away from a man who's obviously mid-sentence. <laughs> like, when a bitch is fed up. Um, a great one, um, which I read a long time ago is, uh, You Got Me Fucked Up by. Yes! Yeah, that's by, I think, Angelique or Angique. Mm-hmm. That's and, the real title of Lemonade. <laughs> And then, of course, the one that got it all started. We actually did a book review on the podcast years ago of this book. But, uh, Food Stamp Bitches. That, I enjoy Food oh, Stamp God. Bitches. Now, that was a tale, a twisted tale yes. of debauchery, um, how, nothing but foolishness, housemaid service, and sex. Food Stamp Bitches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that on, that's on the zone? Yes, on yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it may have a sequel now, which, uh, oh shit. I should revisit that world because those bitches did get off the food stamps and I thought that was the end, but. Yeah. But, but, but apparently it wasn't. Wasn't it like four women? Yeah, it was sure. four different women. I remember that book. You remember that? Wow. Yes, because, and then the thing is, we just got busy. Uh, like just doing the podcast doing other stuff because i know a lot of people kind of look forward to us you know doing it we should probably start that book club again you know i I, I really want to it's out of print limited availability hey you know what i gotta i don't want to take all the credit but i do feel like we were the home of spreading the word for food stamp bitches i do feel like that was us so you know what oh, congratulations yeah. you know what yeah, i'm saying everybody say we we find the time y'all out of a hundred things we do we re- actually might start the book club up again. you know i feel like we can get <laughs> i feel like Therese Patterson. i feel yes. like we should be able to book the author okay? yes. <laughs> tony morrison run her coins <laughs> zora neale Hurston, Teresa d patterson come on now an icon <laughs> icon say her name but yeah that's one of my favorite genres niggerature if you look at my fucking um yeah, my kindle is pretty much that shit and then then there's a whole bunch of books about race and feminism and shit so it's a some mixed bag up in there yeah that's me too <laughs> it's like disrespectability politics by britney so-and-so and then next to that is food stamp bitches too the part of the trilogy I'm like okay <laughs> yeah. gotta stay grounded like black sexual politics and alpha <laughs> five <right>. come on <laughs> oh man which oh. is a classic so, so what have been some of the highlights on your uh four-year podcast journey so far Ooh, ghetto. um well, let me see highlights i think when we do live shows um they're the most fun um, getting to tour because we did we've done LA twice for the show. Mm. Um, let's see, what's another good highlight? You know, podcasting. I always say it's a scam because it's literally <laughs> like, it, and my friend tells me this all the time. Like, people are in the business of like opinions, right? Like, people yeah. pay us 
for our opinions on things or perspectives on things, right? So it's literally every week I get to talk to my BFF about bullshit and like pick her brain or, or if it's something serious, then we get to talk about it. And a lot of people fuck with it. So yeah. it's like high, like that's in general, like the highlight, like I get to like talk to my and chill a bunch of other people in this world who are like, yes, I fuck with that because I feel the same way. Yeah, it's, Like, that shit is lit. It's interesting because um, sometimes the conversations I would have had anyway, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'd be talking to Karen anyway. We are, you know, we'd be at dinner saying this shit or whatever. But, uh, you know, you put it in a format, you broadcast it to the world. But I always feel like the relationship is actually what is the hook right because mm-hmm, people can tell if it's real yeah. or if it's not yeah because i've li- you can listen to i mean everybody talks about the same shit like so and so did this beyonce came out with an album fucking i don't know uh uh Nicki minaj hopped in someone's dms everyone's gonna talk about the same shit kind of but it's the uniqueness of your point of view your jokes your you know all that shit that's mm-hmm. what that's what draws people so you know that's i mean it's still a it might be a scam but it's like the oldest scam going people been giving opinions and like the bible probably started off as a podcast and then they just was like <laughs> you should fucking write this down and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is it is it low-key is like niggas should probably Moses was drunk <laughs> right. it was like let me write Come on. this show. right you know what i was thinking man i feel like people need to stop fucking each other's wives yo write that put that down where's the stone tablet let's go right. <laughs> yo my nigga write that down <laughs> respect play, your play, parents play, 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 play. <laughs> <laughs> no that shit took forever um dedicated come on and what, is it, what you was, know how to like you had to be big mad to write somebody a note in on, biblical times on a stone tablet like, right come on oof, that flintstone shit you gotta carry that bitch because it wasn't no mail like it wasn't like no no post office you gotta carry a stone tablet to this nigga house you know you know what today <laughs> i had to write i had to like handwrite something I was like, woo, child, the ghetto. Like, my head started hurting. And I was just like, how, how far, like, am I removed from, like, just doing regular activity, like, writing my name? Cause all I did was, all I was doing was writing my name. Yes. And I was just like, what? Like, who am I? <laughs> what happened to me? Sometimes, every, yeah. every Christmas, we'll do stuff like, uh, write, uh, like give people cards, mm-hmm. uh, fans that send us their address and shit like that. And I'm always like, this is such a cool idea. Nobody else does this. It's so dope. And then when I start like manually doing the cards, I'm like, this got, was the we, dumbest fucking thing. Cause we got to sign them. I've bitches. ever done in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I, like, how do you get winded folding cards? I'd be sitting in the house sweating like, God damn, boy, this is something. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing regular activity. Technology. This was to make your life simple. No, it is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah, my signature now is some bullshit. Cause like anytime I'm somewhere where they're like, sign this tablet. It's just, I think everyone has the same signature now. It's this. Yeah, your finger moving. Oh, they do. It's a circle and a squiggly line. Yes. <laughs> like, you go to the bank. Don't matter if your name. Your name could be, like, Zoo Zayn, and it's just a circle and a squiggly line. Nobody can say they, they got uh, their shit stole by forgery anymore, because the bank's just like, sir, look at all your signatures. 
it's they're all the same <laughs> like matter of fact look at all her signatures all her shit's the same everyone in this bank has the same signature uh you will be paying the bills okay all of them absolutely <laughs> now speaking of technology changing though um you say you started on like you know uh youtube or video blogging what have you watched change in these 10 years man i feel like the game has changed with social media mm-hmm. and comments yeah. and all that shit it's changed so much because YouTube, I was talking this with Francesca, YouTube it used to be like a social media community. Mm-hmm. Like when Black Twitter started like in 09, um, 2010, that's what YouTube was mm-hmm. back in like 07, 08. Like it was like a small community that I think they they just started the YouTube partnership program where you can make money. This is when you had to apply. Now they, well, now they just rescinded it. But for, after a while, everybody became partner. Mm-hmm. But like you had a, it was an extensive process, and so like people just had fun. They made videos. Like vlogging was a thing. There was no like big production, and if there was, it was like some people who were dedicated to doing that like people who went to school for it and they needed to showcase their work. Um, and then Vine killed YouTube. Mm. Vine changed the game. Because, yes, Vine was the most fascinating thing ever. Yes. You could entertain me and make me die laughing in six seconds. That is genius. Songs were born, like artists who created, like fucking Sean Mendez, my cross-eyed king, <laughs> came from Vine. Um, you know, yeah, um, like... Tori Kelly, my 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 other white queen, mm-hmm. she was on Vine. Like, changed the game. Uh, how now that... it's like. YouTube is like HBO now. <laughs> it is. It is. Like you one, they want you to pay for subscriptions and stuff, but two, there's a lot of like big budget shit on there. Um people are they're yeah. they're buying content now, like they're trying to compete with like Netflix and um, you know, Amazon and shit. Like they've changed the game. I mean, I guess it's it's good for certain creatives that maybe you can get some money put behind your projects and shit, but it's definitely very corporate compared to you know, 10 years ago, is just like, you know, watching somebody. Absolutely. It was yeah. just me and my little white MacBook, the <laughs> old one, who I named, um, God, Marie. That's yeah. a good name. Oh, I named her Marie McBook. She was Irish and <laughs> she was white. Right. It's a good name. Solid name there. Marie. Marie McBook. Yes, she would. Uh, Marie seems like she would call the police on some pool going black people. That's a good. Well, I don't know. She was down. <laughs> oh, like okay. she was Irish, and she like <laughs> she was she broke. Like she broke. Like she's like girl, fuck you. Like yeah. Well, yeah, the game Rest has changed. Like, um, like I also feel like uh, feedback is different now. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot, like everyone's kind of like a brand. Everyone has a status. People everyone... go out of their way now to tell you what they think of yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. And I think that is 
like, no, I'm going to tell this nigga I think he sucks. Like, all right, okay. <laughs> and I think Twitter Twitter is the main place for that. Yeah. And I think that's to your, what you were saying earlier, is, like, people, like, responding and, and having these reactions to what they see in the comment section or whatever. Because back in the day, like, yeah, you would see it, um, YouTube comments, but, like, after a while, you just be like, girl, fuck that shit. Right. Now people are going to at you or have your DMs open and be like, hey, you fucking suck. (laughs) And it's like, all right, like, what you think of me is none of my business, girl. Come on. Like, you can have, like, go on about it. But people, people make it a point to snitch. That's why we have Yelp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny, like, I love Yelp, right? I I do too. I live on Yelp. Here's the thing. I only See, get, I can't support Yelp because Yelp is about snitching. It is. Snitch. It absolutely is. But let me explain yeah, my, I use it all the time. Let, yes. let, let me explain my Yelp, okay? My Yelp is all five star reviews. So what I do is I go somewhere, I give them a five star review, and then I talk about how fun it was, and I make it, you know, something funny. Like is if I and if I have a bad experience, I just don't leave any review. Cause I, I don't really like the whole like some if you look at some people's like accounts it's just one star reviews of everything and half they the- hate everything and i'm taken from somebody who hates everything mm-hmm. i'm like come on and like live a little <laughs> like half their shit isn't even like stuff a restaurant or an establishment control it's like i went to the post office and they had the worst a fettuccine alfredo i've ever had in my life i'm like but what is happening the- here? oh my god you know what y'all should do <laughs> Please, if you go on Yelp, look up grocery store reviews in newly gentrified neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. I bet you that's fire. That is your hood challenge of the week. And it's for everybody who listens. When I tell you, it is, it'll make you angry because it's just like, bitch, what the fuck? And then you're going to laugh because of how absurd it is. So I live in Bedside Dewar Gentrify, right? And so <laughs> they have so at the grocery store I decided to look up, you know, a Yelp review or whatever. They got mad that they do not sell bok choy at the bodega. They said this is a grocer. It says grocery on the on the awning why don't they have bok choy that, what it's a bodega why is there a cat bok choy bitch i can't tell you where I'm, where best i live but right. if, if i if i told you and you so you'd be like why the fuck would anybody have bok choy in this neighborhood right. like girl go away like you know that person can't go away. can't wait to call the police on some innocent but black just, people and have you ever tried to cook bok choy like it ain't the easiest thing to cook yeah well listen um i'm really not into bok choy like that but it was just like who the fuck says bok choy and they kept saying bok choy like like stop saying that (laughs) it's like um so all right up the street from us there's a wing stop right Mm -hmm. so the other day i was looking on yelp to see if i could order from the wing stop via yelp now, I don't know why, because you can order from Wingstop via Wingstop.com. Right. But I was like, let me let me see if this is possible. So I stumbled upon some Yelp reviews of this Wingstop, right? Uh-oh. And we've been there, what, three, four, five times, whatever. Mm-hmm. Never had a problem. Mm-mm. Uh, I love this Wingstop. It's right up the street. Um, 
i saw the best yelp review i've ever seen in my life Uh-oh. and this solidified that this is my home wing stop from now on okay it's by ronald l who is an older looking white gentleman in a suit who says one star it's three months ago i would never ever go to the wing stop on beep road charlotte north carolina i put my order for cajun wings paid my bill and sat waiting for my order at the time which was around 1 8 uh, 1 p.m on wednesday there was only two other people in the store at the time after that there had to be 20 people that came in and put in their orders wrong there after 25 minutes everyone had their order but me wrong there again guess what i was the only non-minority there and the only one person that did not get served i left in disgust and now you know what kind of place it is ron l one person marked that review as useful one person marked that review as funny (laughs) i I am that one person that marked it as funny um and that's now my favorite wing stop so uh (laughs) welcome to the home i would have mentioned useful so i know that white people just ain't gonna go there but i will just go there like ooh, i can know this is white free he was so mad oh i wish i could have been there to see the look on his face while i was getting my wings i hope i got my wings at night like i hope right i hope i I hope i was in the rush (laughs) excuse me excuse me sir excuse me back up yes i hope i was in the nigga rush i placed the order two seconds ago (laughs) (laughs) like like and it makes you feel good like reparations just a little bit yes finally finally moving on up (laughs) and ron l is too close to like ron like l ron hubbard i don't like that Mm -hmm. ron l he probably a scientologist i feel like like i feel like he came in that wing stop in that suit you know they knew he didn't belong (laughs) that's what he gets for ordering cajun wings anyway come on nobody gets those there what are you doing oh those so anyway i'm not about to go on a rant on those um so (laughs) (laughs) um so how can uh, people find the show too uh xd so they can find jade and xd and get up on it if they're not already oh you can just easily go on jade and xd.com that is j-a-d-e-a-n-d-x-d.com all of our episodes are there I think, or you can easily find every all the links there. And um, how how did they get a tour uh, dates? Yeah, there you go. You got it. Yeah. What what about Nigga Piece Theater? How did they get that? Oh, there's everything is on jnxd.com. Everything is like up there, like there. All right, cool, man. Uh, y'all ready to get into some segments and stuff? Let's do this. It's plenty of Let's news. Let's do it let's do it um oh yeah and this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all that stuff five star reviews on itunes and stitcher if they're nice we'll read them on the air when we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme all right <clears throat> let's talk about news uh ihop is back uh is is done banging they are done they are uh going officially back to ihop with a p yeah they didn't change none of their signs yeah uh, that was so fucking stupid like <laughs> go away <laughs> they even deleted all the tweets like that's how bad good it was. 
Because they knew it was so dumb. Like, get out of here. Go on with that bullshit now, Kenya. <laughs> well, your marketing strategy has the same, uh, has to have the same result as if you had went on your page and said the N-word a bunch of times. It didn't work. No, it didn't. So, um, they did say they will, they appreciate all the loyalty from people that are burgering, which I don't think is a word. Mm-mm. Um, but they're going back to, uh, to to pancakes so good for them I honestly forgot that they serve burgers now and like <laughs> like none of it was appetizing I did want to try that brunch burger that they had yo okay so but. this is a big contention of mine I don't know how to fuck you are IHOP you promote burgers and you don't have like a pancake burger a waffle burger or some shit like something breakfasty yeah that is a such French a fail burger I am physically upset about this, and it's a been French, over a month. A French toast like patty melt would be something serious. Come on, it's so easy. You already got all the fucking ingredients. Oh, no even way. like even okay. if it even now if it's I'm thinking about how to make that myself. See, come on, double honey, d- double dip that bread, scramble you some eggs and some cheese, put a even, put a sausage patty in that bitch. Yes, even if it would have oh. been trash, we would have found out yes. together. You see what, I'm see what I'm saying? It's, it, 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 it incenses me. It incenses me. Incenses, <laughs> yes. That they could not put that together. All right, I'm let it go, guys. I know y'all have heard me say that before. God damn it. Um, they really need to stop fucking around and have brunch at fucking IHOP. Like, listen, stop, stop selling some mimosas. Quit fucking around. Come on. Listen, if they and they're so worried about because I was. Um, reading this Forbes article on them and how they lost so much money and that they thought that this uh, burger thing would save them, which white people have the worst ideas ever. <laughs> but, like, if you would start selling alcohol and stop disparaging people from coming in there high because who else goes to IHOP sober? At 3 a.m. in the morning after they've had a good like, time at the club. Stupid. Listen, IHOP is for truckers mm-hmm. and people coming in from the club. Yep. And then Sunday morning, black people going to church. That's it. That's oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the church crowd. Like, we used to and work you can't there. deter the church crowd. Yeah. Anything. They will line up around the block for some fucking pancake. It's crazy, really, if you think about it. Yes, because we both used to work at IHOP. I'm like, well, y'all already got their crafts. Come like, on. You know it's bad when you about to make money, but you still looking at the line like, are you niggas crazy? It's so much good food in the world, and y'all here on a Sunday morning wasting y'all time. But good luck. Good Here's luck. The because that that steak omelet at IHOP is something special. It is good though. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah, the thing, oh uh, yo, the worst though is um, <laughs> niggas will order that steak omelet, but then they want the steak well done. It just ruined the omelet. <laughs> <laughs> like you waited in long. Yeah, niggas love to kill things twice. Right? Come on, you be like, um, you got them soft eggs with that dry ass meat, and you know what? If IHOP was smart, do you know who they would go to for their ideas? The Hispanic and Mexican cooks in the back, and be like, "What do y'all cook from home?" Because uh, we worked there. Me and Roger talked about that. How the cooks in the back will actually bring food in. Mm -hmm. They won't serve it to the public, but and they'll start cooking their own shit. And you be like, "What the fuck is this? Can I trust them?" Listen, okay, every break lunch break whatever the f- snack break they be grubbing grubbing like i never ate nothing on the menu 
i'm like what is that Damn. give me one of those what when y'all niggas get avocados from they not in the walk-in Mm-mm. they be like I, we bought this from home off the tree dog that was my dogs i made friends like i hate i don't know what's wrong with racist people me either like, all of them can stay in the country dog have you eaten have you eaten come, with our brothers and sisters come on you eating that food and the thing is you hate you hate people more than you like food come on and and the thing is i was younger i'm older now i didn't realize a lot of the waitresses i work with was racist mm. uh because i actually started learning the language i yeah. started learning like the foods and things like that so that we would actually communicate and it was really nice to me and stuff like that and they would be actually be rude to a lot of the white girls mm. they was like why they so nice to you i said because y'all rude to them yeah there's a little uh yeah they're a little inappropriate because um they uh have some crass jokes back there in the kitchen yeah you know i got served several uh eggs next to a banana uh <laughs> more on multiple occasions they would do that. um oh. and it, which they thought was hilarious every time for the record just it's like oh your food's up and you're oh. like ah oh, dick i get it guys you got me that's like <laughs> i see douchey behavior transcends all cultures it's all like, cultures it's like yeah that's why y'all at the back of the, that's what they call the back of the house the back of the house but can't nobody see y'all yeah every time they were they wow. thought it was hilarious 175 consecutive days ah, ah. but oh when my they, gosh but when they did hook me up with some shit like a fajita it's not even on the menu but we do have the ingredients and uh uh it was it was on your life okay on your fucking life i love i love a fajita a fajita Mm. uh but yeah an auntie fajitas (laughs) come on (laughs) come on Uh, i feel like fajita like the most basic mexican food you can get at the restaurant because they bring it out as sizzling and shit sometimes that's the only reason why niggas order it because it makes them feel special because they'd be like hot plate hot plate coming through hot plate and it just be sizzling That's why niggas love chili. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big ass trick though, cause you gotta do all the work. Right, they don't do nothing. It's a plate full of ingredients. Like, make your own taco, nigga. You're like, oh yeah, this is so good. That's like all like super fancy restaurants, like, like here, there's this one restaurant I go to, it's a Japanese restaurant, and you gotta cook the shit yourself at the table. So I was like, Mm. so you mean I'm paying y'all $70 to cook my own meal? The, yo um the fucking lettuce wedge lettuce wedge biggest scam going in salads so Talk fucking iceberg salad wedge suck my dick for the back come this on this is just a quarter i remember the first time i seen that i looked there i think we went somewhere fans i said roger yeah. what the fuck is this we were so disgusted it was a steakhouse and we had never had it before you know like you know I, i'm uncultured so i don't yeah, know we just some niggas man like i don't even know how to pronounce your last name like when i see the, i'm like is it delo delu out it look oh French, delo there you go i i was like i you know what xd you know what i'm saying that, like that's where I, that's what the level right. i'm on <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like so so like we, we're just looking at these like like fucking this menu like i don't know it says i mean it's under and it's not even advertisers it was like some fancy name for app like unsaladez or some shit i'm like i don't know if it's latin ah, French. yeah right? i'm like can we get the lettuce wedge that sounds like it's a salad or something it said it comes with dress it literally was a wedge of fucking lettuce i was disgusted like i could have did this shit at home i paid 15 and they like and they like pour the dressing over it and they have the nerve to sprinkle motherfucking bacon bits and shit on it and give you a knife and a fork like do something with that fix that that so anyway you know, yes you've been worst. on broke out of sweat trying to get the wares together you'd be like fuck this <laughs> yes i'm not gonna chill it'd be all tough Come on. that is the biggest scam. 
It is, yo. God. I'm getting mad now. <laughs> I'm, imagine telling Bay I'm gonna cook dinner for us and you having them a lettuce lettuce wedge. Right? You gonna break up with me? I is will this? kill them. <laughs> so it's over? This is how you gonna end it? Just just hand me an unfinished salad. I and- mean, you look at them like you could have just added me. We didn't have to right. go through all this. Why didn't you text me we're breaking up? I don't understand. <laughs> um speaking no, of- i will kill them because you could have got you could have took your happy ass and got a bag of fucking salad but no you had to insult me by taking your grubby hands and cutting this wet head of lettuce in fourths. <laughs> right that's the other part there's three and others has the nerve to put it on a plate for each person and like drizzle craft dressing over it you know i ate craft right for each person that gets a lettuce wedge that means there's three other people that are gonna also get fucked with that same piece of lettuce 15 to 20 dollars trash um speaking of uh trash it uh appears that brandy and monica may have another few rekindling Uh uh-oh i guess or at this point is it even rekindling or is it just like the same feud forever I don't. What's happening? Is the boy mine again? I don't understand. It's it's because you know Brandy. Oh, how do I how do I not be problematic? Um, she is the Grim Reaper, so the Grim Reaper never forgets anything. So, um, she's always she's just always in a fight on her own. I don't know. Monica is saved and blessed right and a stealth member of the nra <laughs> just minds her own business yeah, it's, it's amazing she is safe she's a nurse you know she prays with you and she is friends with everybody and brandy is a former scientologist who mm. has issues and takes it out on social media yeah i know uh monica probably just felt blindsided by this you know she's probably just walking down the street minding her own business and uh <laughs> wait i'm sorry i'm reading the comments the more brandy talks the more i understand why her mother prefers ray j that oh, is cold oh, wow and that is so true mm, 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 mm. <laughs> um yeah over the weekend at, at essence Fe- essence fest event in new orleans brandy performed the boy is mine her collaboration with Monica that spent 13 weeks atop the billboards in 1998. Mm-hmm. While singing the closing refrain, she changed the lyrics from The Boy Is Mine to The Song Is Mine, which has been interpreted as a clear jab at Monica. I mean, I guess. I mean, don't nobody give a shit about that song no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's truly a, um, uh, I just, I don't know how anyone can see this coming. You know, like, it's, it's really just a hit and run, in my opinion, on Monica. Ooh, bad phrasing, bad phrasing, oh. bad phrasing. Oh, what? I, uh, I, listen, I'm not trying to, uh, start anything. <laughs> okay, I, I just feel like they've I'm been, kidding. I'm kidding. they've been headed for a collision for, I mean, almost oh. 20 years at this point. And, you know, you just gotta hope that nobody gets hurt you know i hope not yeah 
so she could have just drove on oh. could have just drove on ah. and let it go but she could not oh, do no. that oh, ah. no. uh will smith and jada ah. <laughs> will, will. Ah. Oh, God. that was so good uh, will. oh god See, this is why if she ever comes up to me, I'm gonna be like, "Well, girl, <laughs> listen, it's my fault. It's, right. Don't blame XD. Blame me, Brandy. I'm steering the show. Okay, it's fine. Listen, I don't care. <laughs> listen, whatever. <laughs> All right, let me hit the brakes on these jokes and move on. Will Smith oh. and Jada Pinkett Smith now refer to themselves as life partners instead of married. <laughs> oh, life partners. Mm-hmm okay does it make what's with it i figured that was like isn't that like when you married isn't that like a thing like you're already life partners i yeah it's it's like built right in that's a good point like who was assuming not yeah yeah (laughs) this is my wife (laughs) this is my it it literally means the same thing yeah it's not like i would introduce like uh, it's not like you introduce like it's not like I go hi this is my wife Karen oh and this is my life partner Jim uh, you guys know him from the YMCA. yeah <laughs> that's a good point yeah like you know the Smith people they are so weird have y'all ever watched that Red Table Talk show a little mm-hmm. bit uh, what that Jada does the Smiths be going through it let me tell you every episode is like the women of Brewster Place <laughs> and, I, and I feel like this is too much. Every it's too much. Yeah, every every, every episode of Red Table is a very special episode. Too much. Like the whole episode where Willow was talking about how she was doing inflicting self harm, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, oh, ooh, trigger! This is too, too much, too much for Facebook." How are they not gonna run out of shit to talk about by the end of the year? Because they're giving all the everything is all the secrets, all the tea, all the time, a hundred percent. How do you not? I mean, they're gonna be in September. Like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about this week? I don't know. We told them everything. No. and like yeah and it's like at points like yeah the con- the subject matter is uncomfortable but it's also like I don't want to know all this about you all <laughs> yeah it's just, like they're just like introducing the shows like hi I'm Jada and uh ovarian cyst guys I have them yeah it's time it's like whoa whoa I mean I think it's cool you're trying to destigmatize uh, this I mean can you slowly move uh, us into that <laughs> yeah can we slide into this can I have a schoolhouse yes. rock version of this <laughs> <laughs> yes like they they do way too much too early on and it's like deep levels it's just like y'all need somebody to guide you through these conversations to like make them a little bit more clear and concrete because it's just like ooh, it's gonna be ooh, like child, the emotional ghetto like my, i think it i my season two is just gonna be like empire with the plot twist no mm-hmm. Jaden is not our child okay will you are not the father yeah <laughs> this week absolutely they're gonna talk somebody's gonna talk about infidelity mm-hmm. um they're gonna talk about like how will had a thing with Dwayne. Mm-hmm. um martin it's, <laughs> a, it's gonna be a lot i'm gonna be scared for that um I, I you know so when they eventually tell probably scientologists oh that's gonna be the episode Maybe they can get a season finale. Maybe they can get Tom Cruise on that one. You know? 
Uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise gonna come out of hiding for a bit and uh, explain. That man is that man has lost his damn You know the thing is though, if that is the secret to being able to run that fucking good in movies, maybe he's on to something. The nigga been running the same for forty years at this point. I was looking at the mission. He's Popeye. also like five two and like ninety five pounds. Yes, and crazy as all get out, man. And he quote unquote does his own stunts. He's like, like I'm doing my own stunts. He's crazy as fuck. But what if Scientology is the key? No, that probably is that what makes him believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I am a Scientology like truther. <laughs> like, I am anti. Like, listen, it is a scam, and I am like deeply entrenched like i am like leah remini and i'm telling i am a part of nas niggas against scientology <laughs> yes and i'm here to tell people the truth about how much this is a sham and because they program you mm-hmm. and brainwash you to think that your body like your mind can control everything and mm-hmm. it's like mind over matter or whatever the fuck is probably why he's out here like 70 doing his own stunts <laughs> he is old i'm so like he is like he is no spring chicken no i'm so scared um of will smith coming out of scientology class i want them to stay in as long as possible because i don't want to have to have that conversation about them being open scientologists i need them to just stay uh, i don't think there are anymore but i just there, there is a there's way too much speculation for them not to be, mm-hmm. and like and some of the things that they talk about on the show, like how they parent, mm-hmm. like and I understand that not everybody has this traditional idea of parenting, and and I also think that rich people parent their kids a lot differently, mm-hmm. but some of the things because it's almost like they let them raise themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what happens in Scientology. So I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. It's a little scary. Okay. It's a little scary. This, I don't want to, I'm not looking forward to that episode of Red Table. Hopefully that one never comes. Um, I hope we don't get that one. I'm sure they have plenty of other secrets that are going to pop out before we get to that one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, um, they're life partners now and instead of, instead of referring to themselves as married um no idea what that changes or what that means so good luck to them see this is what happens rich people rich people come up with these new ideas because they get fucking bored yeah hey mm-hmm. sitting in the house this is why us working folk have, have are way more in touch with reality it's like Except if you're a hotep nigga. That's how it's like on the extremes of like the poverty line. Like you have like the most overactive imaginations when you're like really, really poor or like extremely rich. You know, those of us in the middle are like have the most grasp upon reality. You know, you made me think about something where it's like we have the most, we might be more in touch with reality than rich, famous people and shit, but like reality sucks. So I see why they would Oh yeah. <laughs> like I see why they would be like, you know what, man? I'm gonna just live in my bubble where, you know, it's just commonplace for your kid to take his hair as his plus one to the Met Gala and it, uh, you, you uh, don't even uh, you don't even bat an eye. You're just like, cool, that's my kid. Yeah. Reality is some trash. 
Reality <laughs> is some bullshit, man. Yes, it is. All right, let's play some. Like, let's play some games. So I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's play some games. Let's get in some segments, guys. Okay. The first game we're gonna play is a little game called "Fucking with Black People." All right. Let me pull up our "Fucking with Black People" theme music. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles that make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody! Yay! Let's see who's fucking with us today. I need to bring my tambourine more. <laughs> Take on the church. That needed a good tip. Let's see. A San Bernardino County gang prosecutor is under fire for offensive social media posts. Okay. What do you say? The lead hardcore gang prosecutor in San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office is under investigation for a series of uh, offensive rants on social media, triggering demands for his dismissal. Uh, Deputy District Attorney michael cilium who joined the da's office 12 years ago targeted outspoken u.s representative maxine waters former folks mm. mm-hmm, in addition to former first lady michelle obama also mexican immigrants and victims of police shootings in a facebook and instagram post labeled by one critic as hateful rhetoric of waters cilium said being a loud mouth cunt in the ghetto you would think someone would have shot this bitch by now deputy district attorney i'm sure his uh i'm sure when he was uh looking at cases and stuff he was probably very unbiased i'm sure no uh no one got an unfair <laughs> i'm sure no one got an unfair no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> everybody's racist until proven they're not at this point i'm sure he has black friends i'm sure you know um not a racist not not a racist bone in my body uh you know uh never well but never i was just even (laughs) listen i again people are going out of their way to let people know what they think of them right like Oh god, I have to type this out. I have to let somebody know I hate this loud black bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like why can't it be like y'all always want to be like the olden days? Why can't y'all go back to the olden days when Obama was here and y'all were just racist silently? And you're somebody. Like you don't work at Lowe's, nigga. You right? you literally interact with the fucking public for a living, dude. What are you doing? Right. It's just like beyond right. beyond the i you know obvious is fucked up he's racist but beyond the racism it's also stupid as fuck just shut the fuck up like they don't like having money like they love fucking up a check <sighs> in an online argument with someone over the police shooting of a civilian he wrote that shit bag got exactly what he deserved you reap what you sow and by the way go fuck yourself you liberal shit bag uh it was unclear which police what shooting. is what is <laughs> You know, I'm sorry. Like, what is people always want to attack liberals and stuff for like police shootings and stuff like that? Like, what does that have to do with any type of political like ideology? It's like 
this person, this police officer shot an unarmed person. Regardless if it was white, black, or anything, that has nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. And they make it a political issue. Like, I really don't understand. These damn liberals, man. Whew. They keep they keep getting upset that cops shoot unarmed black people. I don't know what's wrong with these liberals. I, uh, he also the wrote... Are awful, too. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, come on. Come on now. Uh, but, <laughs> like, that's the problem with being black is, like, I don't think none of these niggas are my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, like, whatever they talk, yeah. <laughs> they be trying to lump us in. I'm like, hey, calm down. Calm. I'm here for the race shit. Okay. I'm just trying to get y'all off my ass. I'm not really here for, that's true. Like, you know? like, we got like, Right. Like, it's like when, when people like pejoratively refer to like black people as, uh, what the fuck is that word? Neoliberal. And I'm like, it really though are any of us. Dude. <laughs> Have we made it? That, have do we have it that good in America yet? None of us care yeah, about this shit. Like, Just stop. <laughs> yeah, you know my main reason I vote for the Democrats is I feel like we just need to privatize, you know, health and shit. No, no nigga has ever said those sentences in his life. They're all just like, I just don't want to get shot no more. Maybe you know, uh see what's up with some uh with some uh some rights. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, is those cool? Yeah, literally, <laughs> like. Yeah, we could check into that. I just don't want to get shot at anymore. Jesus. Uh, he also said of a Budweiser Super Bowl ad, um, uh, he says, uh, I am all for white males immigrating here legally and starting a business. It is the terrorist assholes sneaking in here wanting to kill me and my family that I am opposed to. I cannot believe how shallow Democrats are. They must really think people are stupid. I guess that is evident because they actually thought Hillary Clinton could win a presidential election twice. Laugh my fucking ass off. Okay. Well, she did win the popular vote, but that is a good point. She did lose twice and, um, white males coming here legally and starting a business is, uh, probably better than terrorists. I I mean, I do, I do have to give him his points. He thought of that one. Uh, <laughs> on a meme that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> on a meme that had, okay. right? <laughs> he, he, I love how, I love how he, what he is saying is the opposite position that Democrats have is we want terrorists to come here, but not, uh, legal white people who want to start a business. That is his, that is his, uh, stance. Well, white people come here to stop businesses anyway, but whatever. Right. Have legal white people had a problem? Have they been having issues and we just haven't heard about it? Never. (laughs) Never, ever. Uh, oh, so there's a meme of Hillary Clinton that says, listen, it's simple. We gotta ban guns to save the toddlers and we gotta, we got to have late term abortion to kill the babies. And he responded, she's all about the children. She's the definition of stupidity. And then he replied to himself? What? No, he replied to someone else and said, it'll be fun having you around. Um, so yeah, that's, so yeah, he I was, I bet uh, you he drinks, I bet you he drinks like Michelob. <laughs> the light version too. Right. He seems like a Stella. Or like a Zima. He seems like a, a, a dude that buys like a 24, like the case. Mm-hmm. No. No, you know what he drinks? He drinks natty ice. Yep, natural mm, ice. That's yes. exactly what he drinks. 24 can pack of just cans. He puts it in the back of a pickup truck. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> drinks them bitches warm. Makes him feel like a man, even though he can't, mm-hmm. he can't put together a shed in his backyard. But, um, yeah, anyway, um, 
he got uh there was an internal complaint that got him caught up june 25th someone in the office complained and since then he's been the subject of an internal investigation he hung up on a reporter when reached by phone Mm, you don't say he didn't return calls or emails (laughs) right there's nothing says guilt like click uh both his Mm -hmm. facebook oh and he deleted his accounts nigga you did it every single time they delete the accounts you did did. it's you You couldn't say you couldn't even do the lie and say this was taken out of context Mm -mm. that means you absolutely fucking did it nobody hacked your account nobody Mm -mm. Mm -mm. uh in a statement outgoing district attorney mike ramos said we have been made aware of the negative comments and they do not represent the views of the district attorney's office since this is a personnel matter i cannot comment any further they love that line um and then they do let's see do they have one they did not say whether the office has an official policy on social media point uh post they don't but they should like most particularly if you doing public shit most of them have something in their bylaws they'd be like hey you can't be out here cutting the food on social media they were slow to put them in there but most jobs you know public like that yeah. they they will have a policy going forward i guarantee this this is how policies start this is like the ah okay yeah this is the um if you ever get like shoes or something in the mail and they had that little packet in there that keeps the shit from getting wet and they tell you on the packet like don't mm-hmm. don't eat it don't eat it yeah i'm he, like he who, ate it oh i'm like who the fuck eat these these little things him <laughs> he ate yeah. them he ate the shit and now it's gonna be a policy going forward like hey niggas no more instagram uh y'all need to chill out on all this political shit and it's all because of one man couldn't handle it because he's racist all right zero to 100 yes be racist in silence (laughs) come on what happened to good old-fashioned silent racism uh my favorite kind 100 100 all right Mm -hmm. xd what would you give this from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much you feel fucked with oh that was 100 i would because that that was wild i'll give it 100 as well um all right let's move into guest race all right let's do something fun all right let's see how racist race. <laughs> see how racist yes. xd is all right where's my guest race music here we go now that is time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that is time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestant today xd from the jaden xd podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and karen plays along and everybody's races well what were you gonna say sweetie before we start breaking out our song oh no it doesn't matter now i'm ready i'm excited let's play (laughs) all right story number one a woman who tried to slit a cop's throat has been acquitted of attempted murder. Okay. A Vermont woman who snuck up behind, snuck up, sneaked well, that, up. That tells us what we need to know. Who <laughs> sneaked up behind a police officer while under arrest and allegedly tried to slit his throat with a knife was found not guilty of attempted murder. Oh! Mm-hmm. Jennifer Barube, 40 was acquitted of attempted second degree murder and a lesser charge of attempted aggravated assault on friday by a jury um barub and her former husband john mclean the third were arrested december 2012 for trying to use a stolen credit card while in police custody barub who was homeless and hooked on heroin at the time believed that she heard mclean trying to hang himself with his shoelaces in his holding cell 
in a bid to help she slipped a leatherman tool out of a hidden jacket pocket and attacked officer damon gwen with it the the surveillance footage from inside the station house (gasps) showed baru grabbing gwen by the neck with a two-inch blade in her hand before getting overpowered by several other officers gwen suffered a cut near his jugular vein and was treated at the hospital (gasps) he has since recovered and is back on the job it took a 12-man jury less than two hours to acquit baru during the trial her defense attorneys argued she was merely trying to scare the officer not kill him she's a registered nurse she knows how to use a knife and if she wanted to kill she would have plunged the knife right in said daniel Seddon. uh prosecutors and other city officials including the mayor said they were disappointed in the verdict i'm shocked and dismayed quite frankly not just by the verdict but by the disappointment i feel on behalf of members of the police department mayor christopher lawrence told the newspaper i'm not convinced justice was served in this case karen guess the race of let me tell you first jennifer baru that's a white woman snook up behind white Okay, Karen's going with white. XD. Yeah, she's wider than a knight with Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, let's see what the chat room believes. Um, lots of guesses. Let me scroll up a bit. Um, I see white like Vermont. Where is this? Uh, did you already ask Karen? You white. Yeah, they were guessing before. Okay. White Vermont, white, yeah. white, 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 Snow White, white, white. You Come on now. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Heron Chic White, uh, acquitted. Her white. Uh, she's a live white heroin, he- heroin head Helen White. Release she white. White Lady Trump's cop. Didn't get shot white. Vermont Bernie Sanders acquitted white. Granite Slate heroin white uh the, that get out of jail free car from monopoly really work white privilege in action Aww. and vermontian 53 percenter everyone guessed white and everyone is correct she was white absolutely because if she was white i would have had to ask who her mama was <laughs> come on who your people is right um and that's a picture of her family is um oh yeah she did it she is yeah. and she got acquitted mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah and that's like assembly line white there like hot off the presses white woman uh let's go to the next uh, standard issue white woman <laughs> come on fisher price my first becky uh white woman ah! <laughs> 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 all right let's see who else we got for uh guest race who else is fucking up um how about um oh this is this is a horrible story um a man stabbed his 15 year old sister to death because she took too long in the bathroom what to death okay uh 15 year old somebody was fed up a 15 year old girl was stabbed to death by her older brother june 18th we became upset that she was taking too long in the bathroom a dunwoody georgia police officer said in court on monday kiara henderson was a 15 year old student at alpharetta high school who dreamed of becoming a lawyer according to a gofundme page kiara had a way with words sadly her voice has been silenced page read her brother 27 year old gavin henderson 27 uh, 27 still living at home i guess faces murder charges in her death it said we first called to the apartment complex june 18th after 911 caller reported someone hitting a teen girl when police arrived they found her laying dead in the hallway of her apartment complex suffering from multiple stab wounds later a call in came in from the nearby store where that where henderson had allegedly walked out inside with a hunting knife 
and asked the clerk to call 911 because he had an accident uh he had a knife mm. a big knife a big size he put it on the counter stores work shabab Faisal told the station he just asked me can you call the cops i said why he said there's been an accident he was showing me blood on his hands and t-shirt yeah uh the accident was him stabbing his sister like 50 sometimes um Ooh. right um so guess the race of what is this dude's name again gavin uh henderson black everybody black karen's going with black all right what about you xd uh, well, niggas love niggas love unnecessary violence, so these are black. All right, let's check the chat room. Repressed white man. I almost stabbed my brother with some scissors growing up because he wouldn't let me watch my TV show. So these niggas blacks, black. I like how she she is a personal example from her life. You know, I have almost killed people. So um, you taking too long with the lace front, black, black, Aww. great white shark, black, white, black he didn't have to ask the white person to call the cops they was coming anyway black white they had different daddies both of whom walked out of their lives alpharetta georgia (laughs) right yeah alpharetta georgia i told you these motherfuckers were racist before we started alpharetta georgia atlanta suburb black and gavin with a hunting knife white the correct answer is y'all are pretty divided over this one between black and white wait eddie and laura beefing again black wow uh <laughs> the correct answer though is and karen and xd both got it right black yeah. it's in our you know sometimes a white man has yeah, niggas, niggas are niggas are niggas are violent people it was for no reason and george them is still alive jay-z was right <laughs> uh some of y'all I did. also knew he was i also knew he was black because he was 27 and still at home like nigga go away <laughs> the clues uh and then of course some of y'all did say white so boo <laughs> why his face look like he just finished stabbing her like that's the face he, he was, did that's the face yeah. he was making outside the bathroom door for sure like just sitting there staring a hole in it uh, all right, let's go to the to the bonus round, guys. All right, where's my bonus round music? <clears throat> we two for two. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race in the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen and XD are both two for two, but the pressure is on in the bonus round can they finish strong i'm gonna try it's gonna be a lot of drama in the bonus I'm round um, don't be throwing me off and be like gonna be somebody who's like an eskimo or something i'll be like oh fuck. indigenous uh, people <laughs> um let's see how about um i don't even know it let's go with this one an argument man a lot of stabbings today I like how I say that like I didn't pick the article. I picked the articles, guys. Uh, (laughs) Surprise. Uh, An argument ends in a double stabbing. A double? Yeah. Oh, man. Gabby's going to write it. It met uh, get on my Twitter because this happened in New Orleans, and I don't know how to pronounce these words. Uh, Metari Jefferson Parish. Uh, Let's go with that. An argument between two women in Metari uh, early Tuesday evening led to one of them uh, stabbing the other as well as a man down the street. Oh shit! 
the 30 year old woman cut in the throat and a 74 year old man 74 stabbed in the stomach were in stable condition following the violence uh deputies took a 51 year old woman named lisa cloutry into custody the names of the victims weren't released according to boyd the two women got into an argument after cloutry told the other one who has a baby to leave an apartment owned by cloutry the argument spilled into the street and drew in the man who was friends with the younger woman cloutry then allegedly stabbed the victims before deputies arrived and arrested her guess the race of lisa cloutry white karen's going white xd um i'm gonna go with black all right so one way or another someone will be declared the winner Mm -hmm. after this round all right um let's go to the chat room and see what they believe (laughs) uh i was just thinking of who wants to be a millionaire and if we had a chat room like lifeline we could call it like dial a nigga or something but anyway um let's see uh karen you asked him to guess the race already yes okay i probably went down too far too far uh oh i see yeah i don't based on the story yeah i'm my final answer is black all right white says male lady black patio primate Mm, that's good dr dostax little porch monkey euphemism wait what Mm -hmm. patio primate oh i get it there's some clever racists Ooh, y'all are racist <laughs> okay telling you it's the best your damn patio <laughs> don't let white people ever discover this show because it's gonna get ugly in these streets Ooh, um, damn coon biscuit <laughs> come on uh, black black white they're why you can't go to bella noche black. oh no oh. uh then what can we go uh creole mulatto stabbing black nigga literature in, <laughs> literature in the making black sounds like niggatry so black and throat cutting in nola black that could pass for white um the correct answer <laughs> is and uh by the way todd i saw you try to have it both ways and um that is automatic disqualification yeah, yeah see the black or white brother uh and in this case it is a white woman so karen you win wow really and xd along with a gang of other people got it wrong wow well i'm i'm happy that i got it wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm glad i mean I mean, white du- people killing each other. That's cool. I mean, double stabbing. You got enough time to the kid to stab two people. Yeah. See, the thing about guess yeah. the, the thing about the guess the race game is you can either be right and win, <laughs> or you can be not racist and lose. Like it's, ah! you know what I mean? It's like you you kind of win both ways. If, oh, I missed that. Well, cool. I'm not a piece of shit. But uh, that's her. She uh, stabbed the shit out of oh, two she, people. She did that shit. Oh yeah, she looked like she mid mid sentence saying, "I will stab that motherfucker again." And yeah. and she did it in flip flops and sandals like a boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was mad. She meant that. Sometimes you got a house slip a stab a nigga, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's do sword. I will say she don't. She's not like all the way white though. Like she she knows some niggas now. She definitely New Orleans. Like, looking at her. like it's that whole New Orleans melting pot thing going on up with her mm-hmm. like you could tell like mm-hmm. you know she like she's uh you know what that was a problematic term i was about to say let's just say uh 
she had i'm surprised she doesn't have she is she is <laughs> i'm surprised she doesn't have a certain haircut i'll put it that way uh <laughs> yeah there we go that's what i was about to say that may i speak to Something the manager that haircut? <laughs> i'm just saying all right uh mm-hmm. sore ratchet this time let's wrap this up all right <laughs> Longest clip ever. Mm-hmm. There we go. Sword ratchetness is a segment where we talk about uh sword control in America and sword legislation. We can't get guns under control. We've already given up. But there's not too late to go back and start with sword legislation and work our way up to guns. Apparently you can just have swords everywhere now. And that's not okay. So here at the Blackout that's Tips, okay. yeah, we've taken it upon ourselves to to spread the word about the uh, the the horrible crimes and things that people commit with swords. In this case, Yakima, Washington, a 26 year old man was arrested Tuesday night after police say he swung a samurai sword at three people. Just after 11 p.m., the man approached two women, a mother and her adult daughter, walking to work by uh, Burton Fruit Warehouse. And he began to swing the sword at them, according to the document filed in court. Police say a warehouse security guard who was on break in a parking lot intervened before the man swung his sword at him. And he was lucky he was on break, I guess. Ain't that true? <laughs> Shout out to being on break and still right. doing a job. Because if I was on break, I'd be over there smoking a cigarette like, damn shame I'll clock in to. I got three more minutes. Right. Hope if y'all don't get stabbed. Y'all can survive the 945 when I clock back in, I'll be over there. <laughs> um, so uh the 26 year old was arrested behind a right aid at the intersection of blankety blank streets that i don't care about when questioned by police the man said he was on his way to a friend's house and stopped at the warehouse to get a job at 11 o'clock at night at 11 o'clock at night with a sword who's doing interviews i don't know but um if you come in with a sword you got the job you're hired okay what the fuck am i gonna this say? is where in washington state <laughs> mm-hmm Oh, that's where Rachel Dole is always from. Mm-hmm. The home of um Rachel Dole. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Inkichi Diallo. Mm-hmm. Amare, Inkichi Amare Diallo, um, as the hotel mm-hmm. scholar, the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> where has she been? It's gotten worse. Show up. We need some help. Uh, I was oh, she in jail. Oh, that's fraud. right. Welfare fraud. You're right. I forgot. They freed her. Free and <laughs> Oh my God. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> oh, I want that on a shirt. The problem is people wouldn't know it's ironic, but God. No, they wouldn't. God, I want no, a shirt. No, they because they think, I, listen, I think she's fascinating because she is so wild. Like, like, she's like a gorilla to me and I'm like Jane Goodall. So, like, she is so fascinating. Did you watch like, that documentary? What? That doc- yes, oh it my is God. so great. It's so good. It's so good. And then, like, the my favorite thing, though, is she still had a black friend at the beginning of the documentary. Because, like, it starts, like, yes. right when she's outed. So not everybody knows what to make of it right away. Mm-hmm. But by the end, it's like she's gone so far that it's, like, less and less black people by the end. But um, at the beginning. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> so many people die. At the beginning, this, her one black friend was like, 
uh yeah i i mean mm-hmm. uh she was like i just don't know where i would go or some shit she was like maybe mars and i was like that's so shady but so yeah. true you you are no longer of this earth listen rachel my girl rage said even with all this went on i still never lost a hair client i said yes mm-hmm. not a they lot of wish options. they had rappers totally not a lot of op- options up there all right man i got yes. amazon prime oh, starts july proud. 16th it's an epic day uh, and a half sorry. of our best deals i mean oh i mean you is in washington it was like god do i feel it i really feel like waiting five hours for shirley to do my hair all right we're about to run out of time because yeah. we went over the two hours real quick but um Yo, check out Jada XD. Check out XD on the Jada XD podcast. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow with more of whatever this was, more niggotry. Um, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah.